0: Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. The
1: Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Hey, hey, Oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker. And the ever high-handed Louis Fox. That's right. My hand smokes so much weed. <laughs> so much. It's always uh, reaching for the Cheetos. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and
1: doobies. Yeah. How are you doing, Louis? I'm doing good. I think
0: congratulations is in order for you, Mr.
1: Matthew. Why is that? Because you have ten little babies. Well, yes. Uh, if you have listened, we Eric and I have been doing the IVF. And we went in. She got the eggs... Extracted. Oh, the process like they have a shop vac and they go in
0: <laughs> and they. You know,
1: and so essentially, is it I, like
0: that sucky thing at the dentist? Uh, kinda. Oh. No, I wasn't allowed
1: in. So, ah, yeah, because of you let COVID. you let your medical license expire. <laughs> I sent in my emotional support clown. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you can't come in for, for an extra $58, we'll print a cardboard cut out of you. <laughs> that would be amazing. I would actually go that route. That'd be hilarious. But so this is the first time I've been able to go into even the lobby because they need I, they needed extract from me. Ah, uh, and they, they also use the shop back and, and then they bring in the two and then they create little embryos. Oh yeah, they set them up on a little date. Yeah. They do actually that's what they say. So it's not just do they mix, but they have. there has to be some sort of chemistry. Oh. And so my sperm, when it got tested, they were like, your sperm isn't... They're not really go-getters. They like to just hang out. They're high-handed. And so, you know, it's going to take her eggs to, you know, buy my sperm some drinks. Yeah, they're going to have to make the move. They're going to have to make the move, (laughs) yeah. But yeah, I mean, Erica, for her age, they... An alarming amount—not alarming, but <laughs> they were like, "Whoa!" <laughs> they were like, "Wow, this is too many." <laughs> you're a—you're an egg making factory. God, we're gonna put you in the Tyson factory. <laughs> and so they got a lot, and then you know, my job was very easy. And
0: was it really easy, or were there some? There hurdles? was a lot of pressure. Honestly,
1: <laughs> this is the first sort of time I had you know something on the line, mm-hmm. and so it was. I had to like you know not. I had to remain. What's the word? Calm? No, I had to like not... Miss the cup? Oh, you had to hold off for a little bit. Yes, I had to hold off for five days beforehand. And uh-huh. I'm like, what, are we communist or something? Yeah. But they... So I went in and there was no sort of lubrication.
0: Uh, now, I was... <laughs> I was in the shower today thinking about this, which Okay, that's all right. that's... <laughs> okay we can edit that
1: part out. Was there... It was it just like a tub of Juergens or was it like medical lube? No, no. So when you go in, like, so I've done this a few times because they had to test test where I was at and come we had to come up with a plan. And no, they give you like medical grade lubricant, right? Okay. But this particular clinic that we went to, they didn't have any lubricant. So I ha- I got undressed and then I looked around and there's nothing. Uh-huh. And so I had to get dressed, go back out and be like, hey, do you guys have any lube? <laughs> And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. She's like, you passed the first test <laughs> of being a good parent. So, you know, whatever. I did what I did. and <laughs> I did what I did. I did. did. <laughs> well, this thing is like after not not practicing that act in a few days, it was very quick. Yep. But I had to wait because I didn't want to give her the wrong idea. Uh, I had to maintain the status. Ah. So I waited in there for, you know, three or four minutes. Came out and high-fived everybody <laughs> as I left <laughs> uh, for some reason. I don't know. So essentially, the the day after they connect them, and we got ten healthy embryos. Nice. Yeah, I'm. Te- they they got sixteen eggs from her, and ten were viable. And all ten, I got pregnant. Oh, damn Yeah, one hundred percent success rate. That's I'm just good. gonna say, Luxembourg has now awarded me the sperm efficiency <laughs> award. <laughs> that trophy. You're like, yeah, I th- yeah. This it's funny because like they said that my my sperm just likes to hang out. Yep. But with this efficiency, apparently all they needed was an Uber ride. Yeah. <laughs> That's all they needed. <laughs> and so, you question know. The question is, did they tip? The Uber, cash, or <laughs> yes. through the app? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, we they're creating 10 embryos. We have 10 made, and we'll see uh, what happens. Yeah. Tell my, tell my parents that they have 10 grandkids waiting in a petri- On ice! Yeah. They got 10 grandkids on ice. Do you consider them alive now? No at no. all. No. no. I mean, I wouldn't feel bad about using them in my concrete backsplash <laughs> in my kitchen. True, <laughs> true. <laughs> Congratulations, you have a new backsplash know, in your yes. kitchen. <laughs> What's it made of? Ah, it was a really... <laughs> your the, brother. <laughs> it is the most expensive <laughs> backsplash.
0: <laughs> you're like, when your kid spills juice on it, you're like, you just spilt it on your brother. <laughs>
1: And so, you know, we just did this as sort of like an exploratory... Sort of see what's out there, what if it's possible for us to have and are we, we talking about the concrete blacks back? Splash? No, we're talking about the kids. <laughs> okay. But she, she's like, some of these become completely viable. We could donate them. And yep. she was like, We could donate them to my friend that they're having problems. And I'm like, that's a little weird. Yeah, because now you have to see your kid. Yeah, then it's like, that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> that's me. You're me. Yeah. And then but I in some ways I think it's a good idea because if we do have a kid, we can just lord how good that kid is uh, over and our our, if the kids if the kid's a, a, a
0: beehole, you just pretend. Pretend he doesn't exist, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: <laughs> go hang out with your brother.
0: <laughs> Why does my brother live at Sherry's house?
1: Ah, uh, so yeah, that's been going on. Thank you for the congratulatory yeah. words. <laughs> I was gonna say, congratulatory condolences <laughs> is what I was about to say. Uh, but yeah, it was kind of a crazy process, and it's it, I'm glad it's done because every day I had to shoot Erica up with like fertility drugs, uh, yeah, sort of. Yeah, it was a little much. And so we I, at one point, I was shooting her up with, like, testosterone. Oh. Yeah, because it was like, you know, she was getting pretty broy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> she was
1: like, she was asking me how much I've been. Yeah, she's, I would come she over. was ending all sentences with dude. <laughs> but it's interesting because when you go in the the day the night before, they say, do not wear any sort of uh, scents, no deodorant, no sort of perfumes, because the eggs and sperm, they're very sensitive to sort of smells. Ah. Which makes sense because that that's why people who wear Axe body spray never get laid. <laughs> <laughs> the, lady, the, the, the lady's eggs are like, uh-uh, yep. I ain't having that.
0: That's going to be the, the new condom is just you spray your junk down some Axe. <laughs> it down. won't get
1: anywhere near a vagina that way. <laughs> All right, well, uh, yeah, so that's been going on with me. And you want to get to some stories? Let's do it. All right. <laughs> Let's get to some weird news. This story comes from LiveScience.com. That's a news source more reliable
0: than having Madame Tussaud as your hot tub buddy.
1: (laughs) She was a woman, though. She wasn't made of wax. (laughs) What? Yeah. (laughs) She just melts. (laughs) Wasn't she a woman? I don't know. Her (laughs) name's Madame. Oh, Madame. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Just like this story, Louis, when I said, why do they call him Sir?
0: Yeah, you go, why is he called Sir Isaac Newton? And then I had to say he was knighted, or he's a retro drag queen. Yes.
1: (laughs) Old school. The OG. (laughs) Yeah. Which we found out Sir Isaac Newton is the originator of a lot of stuff that we didn't know about. Yeah. So this story goes, Newton's recipe for toad vomit lozenges, up For auction. Yeah, he was also the originator of licking toads to get super high. (laughs) (laughs) Sir Isaac Newton, famous for developing the three laws of motion and advanced calculus, apparently had a far out idea for how to treat the plague. Also called the Black Death, toad vomit lozenges. So I did some Googling. First law... Of
0: motion is forwards. Second uh, one is backwards. The, wait, third, wait. the third is don't speed while black or brown.
1: Yes, that's, that's a good law of motion. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the three laws of motion were forward, backwards, and if this boat is a rockin', don't come a knocking. <laughs> <laughs> In addition to recommending a number of gemstone amulets against the plague, he gave detailed instructions on how to make the putrid toad vomit treatment, according to two unpublished pages handwritten by Newton that are now on the auction block. Wait. So he's founder of science and magic? Yes. (laughs) You know, you got to dabble, man.
0: He's like, he created uh, a lot of science built on a foundation, solid
1: bedrock of witchcraft. (laughs) You don't know how many cures for diseases are based in witchcraft. (laughs) Let's see. None. (laughs) Newton describes in detail how to suspend a toad by its legs in a chimney for three days until it vomits up earth with various insects in it. This vomit must be caught on a dish of yellow wax he added. I want to see how this process worked. <laughs> green, green wax? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. No, the green wax doesn't work. It's all about the yellow wax. Yeah. The red wax is good if you don't have a heart problem. After the toad dies, its body should be turned into powder, mixed with the vomit and a serum, and made into lozenges and worn about the affected area. This treatment would drive away the contagion and draw out the poison, Newton wrote.
0: I think if you're physically able to do all this stuff, you're gonna you're hardy enough to live through the plague.
1: <laughs> I love how usually when people are dissecting animals, it's a sign that they might become a serial killer. <laughs> But in this case, he's, uh, you know, one of the most famous people in the history Save, of civilization. Saving lives. <laughs> I want to know what he did that didn't provide results. <laughs> All right, listen, we gave baking soda and beer to a chinchilla. Then, when its liver expands, you cut it out, you put it on a graham cracker, slathered in albino buffalo urine. And that cures a headache. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it, it must be served on a green wax <laughs> dish. Yes, it's good with monkey poop coffee. <laughs> the toad treatment was best, but if someone was in a pinch, then amulets made of the gemstones, hyacinth, sapphire, or amber could also serve as antidotes, he wrote. How does he tell? gives a control group and a not yeah. control group. <laughs> it's a double blind study. I mean, it worked on ants. I yeah. think it would work. Nguyen and his contemporaries didn't know that the plague doesn't respond to toad vomit or gems. It wasn't until 1894 that the French-Swiss scientist Alexandre Yersin learned that the disease is caused by a bacterium, which was later named Yersinia pestis in his honor.
0: That's what you want, is you want the plague named yes. after you.
1: My family's very famous. What, what, how would I know what your family's famous for? Well, you ever heard of the Black Plague? Yeah. Yeah, you ever heard of a
0: little thing called the Black Plague? That's my great-great-grandfather. <laughs> and then you're like, look at that guy at the country club. He's old money. <laughs> oh, really? What does family do? Railroads? Black Plague? Yeah, he killed three-quarters
1: of the, of the world. <laughs> oh, yeah. These days, plague is treated with antibiotics, not vomit from toads that were hung upside down. On a somewhat related note, if you want to see a Toe...
0: So I think it's funny. They're like, we don't do that voodoo. But penicillin, an antibiotic, came from mold.
1: Yeah, right. So it's not too far of a stretch. Newton likely wrote these notes on the plague shortly after returning to the University of Cambridge in England in 1667, according to Bonhams, the auction house selling off the documents. The plague had just swept through Europe, forcing the University of Cambridge to temporarily close its doors in 1665.
0: So this was his gap year.
1: Yeah, it was. (laughs) It's like, you know, you look at Newton's writings, it's like... The Bible. Like, yeah. He just disappears for 30 years. <laughs> and he comes back. And he comes back. Hey, guys. Hey, I figured out the gravity. I figured out the law of motion. What you want to know? <laughs> I, I was working on calculus over <laughs> in South America. During that time, Newton quarantined at Woolsthorpe by Colsterworth, a hamlet in Lincolnshire, England, where he investigated the laws of gravity and motion. The year 1666 became known as his Annuus Mirabilis, Latin for Wonderful Year. Of course, the 666 was a wonderful (laughs) year. It was. (laughs) It was a wonderful year. It was also Senior Skip Day. (laughs) However, while the polymath's laws of motion became blockbusters, his writings on the plague's causes symptoms and treatments did not enjoy world renown. In truth, these notes weren't entirely his own. What? Yeah, what the what the hell? Rather, Newton had been reading Timulus Pestis, the tomb of the plague, by John Baptiste Van Helmont, a chemist physiologist, and physician from the Spanish Netherlands, a collection of Holy Roman Empire states also run by the Spanish crown. So he was stealing. Dude, I what the hell is going on he with took this article?
0: A, he, he took the year off. He went around stealing people's stuff. <laughs> well, and
1: they're auctioning it off as like his own writings, yeah. right? And it's like, well, part. I think he's just plagiarizing yeah. some of the stuff. Newton's notes are not verbatim transcripts of Van Helmont's text, but rather synthesis of his central ideas and observations through Newton's eyes. I'm gonna sell you a screenplay of Wizard of Oz through my eyes. Yes. It's a reliving through <laughs> Louis's eyes. Yeah. That's what they did with the Wiz. Yeah. The, through Michael Jackson's the, the Black size. Wizard, <laughs> the Black Wizard of Oz. Not everything Van Helmont wrote. So, so it, that's a that's a uh, acceptable <laughs> format. I think so. I think so. Way better music than the regular Wizard of Oz. Though. Yeah. Not everything Van Helmont wrote was dismissed by later generations. For instance, he found that chemical reactions could produce substances that were neither solids nor liquids, which held him to invent the word gas. I can't believe that no one noticed that before 1660. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But religious zeal led to some unusual medical treatments. A verse in the King James Bible at time proclaimed, "The Lord created medicines from the earth, and a sensible man will not despise them." From the Bible. A verse that we cannot pronounce. (laughs) Ecclesicius 38-4. I'm going to reimagine that name through my eyes. (laughs) I'm going to reimagine the Bible through my eyes. And that's Carl verse (laughs) 9. Van Helmont interpreted this line to mean that doctors were ordained by God and spent the rest of his life convincing others that this was his role, according to the Science History Institute.
0: Well, here's how I see it. I interpret the Bible... The sinners will inherit the earth, so basically everything out there is mine.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that's good. I'm a fan. I'd read that. In 1936, Newton's Plague manuscript was sold along with a vast trove of his other writings in Sotheby's Portsmouth sale, but these two pages were uncovered only recently after being lost for more than 70 years, according to Bonhams.
0: Now, hang on a second. If I bought the documents, it's missing these two pages. Yeah, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, really? Yeah. You yeah, that the toad vomit? Yeah. cocktail. Give me
1: the toad vomit. That's why I got into this. Yeah, I was looking for the toad vomit, the ancient, the lore of the toad vomit. I read,
0: I read these pages wearing a dust mask and white gloves.
1: This proves my life's work, the toad <laughs> vomit. And they think that these two, this, these two pages, bidding is is at sixty five thousand dollars right now. Isn't that and, crazy? Yeah. So what do we think about this, Louis?
0: I think the dude who bought the other ones is yeah. Like, I feel for that guy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I don't know how I feel about Newton anymore, knowing he ripped everything off. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is like- He if just you, reimagined this it. This is the hydroxychloroquine of the <laughs> 1600s. right? I could just see Trump, like, referencing this story. Like, oh, you know what you should try for COVID-19? Hang a toad upside down for three days. <laughs> it's like, I could see him getting behind that. Sir Isaac Newton said that this could yeah. prevent COVID-19, right? <laughs> <laughs> I would love that that this was the cause of black death. Is these experiments? That would be amazing. <laughs> the <laughs> unintended consequences is he caused the plague. This is
0: the 1660 version of the hadron collider. <laughs> You're gonna open a black hole.
1: Yeah, this is. Uh, it's pretty interesting. It was probably hard to get your hands on scientific papers if you yep. weren't like in the industry. I so I imagine you had to try some out there shit to get.
0: I mean, results. You, you, if
1: you look at things. Oh, newsflash!
0: This sold like five minutes ago. For eighty one thousand three hundred twenty five dollars.
1: God damn, that's a lot of money.
0: For two pieces of paper. I know. I put in seven bucks, thinking I could be the high bidder. Yeah, you no. like you try to get in at the last four <laughs> seconds of the auction. It was already at eighty thousand. <laughs> seven dollars.
1: Like, come on. I, I want to go to auction houses, and they're like, "Do we have forty thousand dollars?" Going once, going twice, seventeen dollars. <laughs> Sir, how did you get in here?
0: It's crazy. Have you ever been to a live auction? No. They just crank through stuff. I went to like the super vintage magic one in California, just happened to be on my drive home. Mm. And I mean, they're selling things for like $200,000. Of course, yeah. And the two things I wanted, one was like immediately out of my price range. It was like, and opening bids $150. And now we're
1: at. Two thousand. I was like, "Whoa!"
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: and, you're going against people who have actual money.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the other thing was, it was a weird thing that didn't have instruct. The, the auctioneer didn't know what it was, and I so it was mislabeled in their catalog. Nice. And so I got it for the opening bid. No one else bid Sweet. on it, and I waited though because I'm like, I was like, I can get this for fifty bucks. If I bid, other people are going to bid. It. Uh-huh. So it was like we're, they're going to put it to the next one. Like going once, twice. Go. I'll
1: take it. Yeah. Boom. Nice. So,
0: yeah. It's it's so exciting. <laughs> Good for though.
1: you, Louie. Well, uh, it sucks for the person who bought all those papers and didn't get the two, but hey, you saved $80,000. Yeah. And, you know, all well, it was I'm... is it was, it was plagiarized, so come on. Yeah. What do you think the odds are the guy who won it is the guy who has the rest? Mm, maybe. I don't know. I, I If you have that sort of money, I would imagine you'd go ahead and just purchase it. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> all right. I like it. I do, too.
1: Story, part two. This story comes from Thrillist.com.
0: That's a news source more reliable than me making it home under my own locomotion
1: after the bars reopen. <laughs> you live a far way away from a bar, the nearest bars,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it's all uphill.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, no, thank you.
1: I won't do that sober, let alone <laughs> after been drinking. So the story goes, you can get paid $20,000 to drink beer and hike the Appalachian Trail in 2021. They call the event Hops and Hikes. Ah, nice. Now that the national parks are slowly reopening, we're a little less excited about virtual tours of Yosemite. Honestly, was anyone excited about these virtual
0: natural (laughs) tours? Yeah, uh, they already exist. It's called National Geographic Magazine. It's called Google Earth. <laughs>
1: it's called A Million Different YouTube Shows. It's called Just Type In What Does It Look Like in Yosemite <laughs> National Park in YouTube and Be Amazed. It's called I've Never Seen Mount Rushmore. <laughs> a 2D trek across the World Wide Web pales in comparison to hiking and camping and drinking beer with Mother Earth. Mother Earth is actually my favorite 1970s funk band. Is it? Oh, yeah. I don't think that Mother Earth would be
0: a beer drinker, honestly. Well, no. I mean, I think Mother Earth would be a beer drinker, because that's pretty simple to make. Like, in theory, beer could be naturally
1: no. in the condition. Like, you couldn't make vo- like vodka. You couldn't just... Mother Earth is a hippie, man. She's smoking J's, she's eating mushrooms, and occasional acid. All right. I mean, that's the platypus. No. The platypus. I know, they didn't do virtual tours of <laughs> the, the platypus. platypus. <laughs> <laughs> what would be the virtual tour? Like, do they do a virtual tour of what? It would what? be planet Earth. Like, David Attenborough would have to narrate it and be like, yeah. the platypus. What That's is all the I platypus? Got. Is it a pl-
0: the animal? Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's what I'm saying. Mother Earth was high when she made the platypus. Okay. She wasn't drinking beer. Not maybe, though. I think of When I think of beer drinking... I think no, you'd
0: be shooting at the platypus. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> you'd be putting a dynamite in the platypus and taping it to a remote control car. Hosted by David Attenborough. <laughs> you would have the platypus in a
0: cage that you could open real quick and have it run out and then chase it with the remote control car with the dynamite.
1: <laughs> <laughs> narrated by David Adro, <laughs> watch as the bearded, overweight man in the Confederate flag <laughs> gently opens the cage of the platypus.
0: Uh, or Sigourney Weaver would be great. Oh,
1: to- uh, that would be good. Yeah. But outdoorsy social distancers looking to cautiously plan the summer, and next will be happy to hear that the Devil's Backbone Brewing Company just made Outdoor Adventure a full-time job, and the position will soon be open for applicants.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I would apply, but we'll find out later. I I don't
1: qualify. Devil's Backbone. Because I I can't walk
0: 2,000 miles.
1: (laughs) While drinking. You won't even walk to your house. Exactly. Devil's Backbone, which is located in the Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia, announced this week that the company is looking for a chief hiking officer to travel along the Appalachian Trail between March 1st and September 30th of 2021. The application is open from June 1st until the end of July 2020. The pay, $20,000. Is that after taxes? Yeah, Can you I imagine?
0: don't know. Do they tax you on the beer?
1: I don't, I don't know how that works. Because
0: that's like goods in return for yeah, services. Yeah, they don't say
1: in the article what the story is. I would assume it's just bags of cash along the trail. <laughs> you got to find them. It's like, yeah. <laughs> if it's like geocaching <laughs> you have coordinates where where your next keg you got to drag absolutely. along absolutely the qualifications you got to love hiking and beer the company writes in the job description we mean really love it you also have to be old enough to access the beer's website application so nine-year-olds yeah. can do it? I'm like, pretty sure it's just a click thing. Yeah, <laughs> You have to put this puzzle that's like, you know, <laughs> you United that. States history, beer history, and Appalachian history. So can you play dueling banjos? <laughs> <It's high five>. <laughs> <laughs> How, How many teeth do you have? <laughs> Oh, full teeth? You're unqualified. <laughs> when you call your
0: mom, do you open the window and yell at it? <laughs> it. It. <laughs> out it.
1: I was referring to the window. Oh, as the gotcha. It,
0: but it came out wrong. You
1: have to really love it because the hiking trip isn't just a one day trip up a photogenic cliff. It starts in the spring of 2021 and requires a five to seven month commitment. And if you start in Georgia, the way the globe is, it's all uphill to Maine. <laughs> The trek, I think I didn't say, it doesn't say which way you're supposed to go. The trek is whopping 2,020 miles, extending from Maine to Georgia and traversing 14 states. So you'll need a bit more than a dream in a drawstring bag. That's right. You'll need your
0: liver. You'll need your medic alert bracelet. And a banjo. And a banjo. <laughs> yeah. I think this, this is, is this is like going into space. You're like, what's your one personal item you're going to
1: take with you, <laughs> you on the beer beer hike? By the way, you must live in one of the following locations to apply. Washington, D.C., Delaware, Georgia, Indiana, Kentucky, Maryland, North Carolina, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia, and West Virginia. That is so statist. It is a little bit. Yeah. They're not willing. I don't know why you can't come from afar. Why wouldn't yeah. they like allow an Australian to come and do it?
0: Yeah. Well, I get like limiting it to maybe U.S. citizens.
1: Oh. Oh, wow. And where do we stop? <laughs> there okay alright <laughs> if you're selected for the job you'll get free backpacking gear oh nice free beer with supply, resupply days uh, that's gotta be like the helicopter comes in and <laughs> drops it
0: devil's backbone swag cause that's what you want while you're hiking to be weighed down by keychains
1: well I think the beer is the thing you don't want to be weighed <laughs> I would rather trade a keychain than a six-pack of beer. You know what's great for backpacking? 17 extra pounds. Yeah, but you can throw those at bears. True. Have Drink it with the bear. Yeah. Oh, oh remember, we're drinking but, with Mother Mother Earth, and yeah. she drinks a lot. <laughs> she does. And you get a $20,000 stipend. You also get one round-trip ticket and a $200 dollar prepaid debit card what the hell's the prepaid (laughs) debit card for that's a little weird i guess to get some supplies or something we're gonna give you 20 grand in a bag full of cash
0: with a dollar sign on it and a 200 hundred dollar prepaid debit card you know because the lyft driver from the
1: airport doesn't take cash (laughs) the application page asks for your name address proof that you are capable of posting cool things on social media which because there's internet on the Appalachian <laughs> yeah. Trail, all those Wi-Fi hotspots. <laughs> now, now you're traveling with like a satellite know, connection. <laughs> and you need to submit a video explaining why you're a good fit. Take advantage of the beer component of the job in your video. This is one of the only times we're drinking during the making of your cover letter may work in your favor.
0: No, I've applied for many jobs drinking. (laughs) And gotten them.
1: After you submit the video, judges will determine (laughs) if... This is American Idol Drunk Hiker Edition. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) After you submit the video, judges will determine if you should move on, the, on to the next round, which includes an interview and a secret assignment, which I really hope is a beer shotgun challenge. All right. So I this is a new thing is a
0: secret assignment because we did one on watching James Bond. Yes. And episode
1: was... 102, we did a thing where uh, I think it was like a demolition company was offering like 10 grand yep. to watch all the James Bond movies. Yeah. And but one of the criteria was that we're going to give you a secret assignment. I wonder if this is like medal in an election. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is like the secret assignment is like, I think this is a cool story and I think it's a cool thing. But at the same time, it's like I hate the idea that they're asking these people to do ridiculous things to promote their own product. Yeah. Here's the secret assignment.
0: Give us the 20 grand back. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> but that's the thing is, like, I get like it's a pr- it, you're just paying this person to be a promo for you yeah. for you essentially. And I hope that if someone's planning on hiking the Appalachian Trail during that time, they might consider this and then sell the beer. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I just I I don't like them using this as a platform to promote themselves. But at least one person who probably is going to do it anyways will get yeah. some get some money for it. Get it paid for. It yeah. Wait, wait, is their beer good? I don't know. Have you ever had this
0: beer before? Devil's Backbone? No, I did some googling, and that's more like a bone broth.
1: Oh, it it's is the Devil's <laughs> Backbone. It's it's made up of virgins, <laughs> sinners, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and politicians. It's <laughs> cool, and I I would do it if I yeah. had time. Maybe if this continues, maybe I'll go and do it. Yeah, you're you twenty grand, apply. but it's seven months of, of your time. If you hostel, it's only five. You, what's what's the fastest what's the cannonball run of the Appalachian Trail so it looks like the fastest Appalachian Trail hike is
0: 41 day f- 41 and a half days wow but it's supported so what that means is like people are leaving supplies
1: yeah well that's normally like we live on the west coast where the Pacific Coast Trail happens it goes from California to BC and that's what people do essentially they have their friends drop off goods in, at specific locations yeah. That they can go and pick up to restock that sort of thing, and that takes people to do eight nine months on that mm-hmm. thing. So Appalachian Trail looks a lot shorter. So I would imagine you could do it in like two months. Yeah, and I wonder if you're required to do the amount of time that they put, which is seven months. Well, I said five to seven. Five. To, yeah, I imagine could you do it in three months? Because if you did it in forty one days, but then you're not like
0: posting, you're not recording. Sure you could be posting. I think I think a lot of what. What they have built in is social media days. Gotcha. So you you probably have assignments every day. Here's
1: me getting eaten by a bear.
0: <laughs> Here's me
1: eating a bear. Here's me pooping in this <laughs> this hole.
0: Here's me stopping every seven minutes because I broke the seal after drinking all that beer. Here's me dying from polluted water. <laughs> Here's me having one of those parasitic fish swimming up my P-stream into my wiener. Here's me
1: tied to a tree by two rednecks telling me I got a purdy mouth. Where's my 20 grand? I think they're just trying to make deliverance, too, is what they're trying to yeah. do. On the sly? They're crowdsourcing it. Pretty much, yeah. And Or they're trying to make like a reality TV show, like Naked in the Frayed, Appalachian Trail. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think it's kind of cool and good for them for thinking outside the box. And we should. Too bad we can't submit. I would like to submit. Yeah, That'd be fun.
0: So statist. All right. <laughs> I like it. I like it too.
1: That's it for today, folks. We hope you enjoyed our episode. We certainly did. Yeah, and just a reminder, we're recording this from the past. For the future. Yes, we are on the road right now, so we want to make sure you have a happy Independence Day. Yes. And Independence Day observed on on July 3rd. (laughs) And so, how do you think your trip is going, Louie? I think
0: I'm having a bomb time. We're kicking it. We're uh, seeing stuff. I think we would have just slept in a, a, a wigwam in Holbrook. Wait, in an in a insect?
1: Isn't that an insect? No, it's the teepee thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, and that was probably super insensitive. They're like two different things. Okay. You know? They're like, no, a wigwam is in fact an insect.
1: Yeah, so you think you're getting along well with your wife and daughter sitting in a car? I think so. Yeah, you guys are like... Do you guys ever argue? Uh,
0: me and Ella or me and my wife? Or... All of the above. No, I've pissed her off a couple times. but so, like, like, One time, I leave the cupboards open. I don't uh-huh. shut cupboards. I don't know why. It's Never just your thing. You're my... like,
1: uh-uh. That's my mark. Shutting cupboards ain't for me. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's how I display my...
0: <laughs> my manhood. <laughs> <laughs> how I dominate the house. <laughs> so one day she tried to shame me, on, and she took a picture of the cupboards. Uh-huh. She posted on Facebook. And so what I did, she's like, it looks like a poltergeist live here. So what I did is I went and opened everything in the house while she was in the shower that could be opened, Like, everything. Uh-huh. I'm like, there you go. There you go. That's a real poltergeist. <laughs> and uh, she never mentioned it ever again. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're kind of a dick. Am I?
1: <laughs> a little bit, yeah. You can't close the cupboards, man. <laughs> no. I live with my old roommate, refu- didn't close the cupboards. And it was the most annoying thing ever. It's like, you come home and it's like, Every cupboard is open. Just it's take like, the doors off. Is what I what I would do. How hard is it? You opened
0: it. How hard is it to close it? If it bugs you so much, how hard? When is you it? when you <laughs> welcome to a
1: fight. At my house. When you. <laughs> Uh, unzip your zipper to go to the bathroom. Do you zip it back up? Never. Okay. All right. Well. Never. All right. I have
0: have magnets installed. It's like one of those, (laughs) those screens that keeps the bugs off your patio.
1: So when you come into your house, you just open the door and you just don't, you don't close it. You're like, I'm here. Deal with it. Yeah. That's why we have the screen door with a little pneumatic thing. Oh, nice. All right. Okay. I get it. All right. I get it. I've got it all planned out.
0: (laughs) All planned out. You have
1: all your talking points to justify. Oh, this
0: is not the first time I've talked about (laughs) this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right well folks if you want to find out more on us you can do so through our personal websites louisfox.com is
0: Louie. and matt's at comedy we're on the facebook instagram and the twitter uh
1: if you have anything important to tell us don't do it through twitter no not at all we have not checked that since the beginning of this podcast which is over two years and if you want to check us out of course odd and offbeat.com and our email is info at odd and offbeat.com so where are you this week i am because you are still on the road or are you back i'm back I might be going down into Oregon, but I do have a show on Monday the sixth, and what? it's an in-person show, and it has not been canceled yet as of this recording. Oh, and so I I don't know what's going to happen. Is right it now. in our state? It is in Washington. It's for a, like a you know a camp, oh. some sort of summer camp for kids, which I can't imagine they're gonna do actually but, i
0: know the summer camp yeah because i just reached out to them and they're supposed to know by the end of the week that we're taping it whether or not it's gonna happen
1: well if they could if you could tell them to tell me <laughs> because this is affecting plans so well here's the thing it's affecting my plans
0: so i'm doing mine on the 10th and if they cancel then i can be out on the road till the 14th gotcha yeah so yeah. Uh,
1: fingers crossed they cancel. yeah right <laughs> Well, I hope you have a good trip, Louie. Yeah, I hope and you had a safe trip home. Check out his Instagram because he will be posting pictures of his trip with his family, Route 66, and all the cupboards he leaves open. Across the country. Across the country. <laughs> this is your bank seat. <laughs> all right, folks. So thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening and stay weird.